Hello, friends, and welcome back to our recap of Midnight Moonlight Chicken Episode 6. Yeah, you did I call it. it. I call it myself. I'm sorry. But you did all the reaction, too, which made me laugh. I, was, like, I know. I, I realized on, I was that. Like, I like, halfway through it. I was like, wait, did I say Midnight Chicken? That was awesome. I was like, he caught it, but still, it's kind of funny. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. There's two episodes left, and I'm still going to mess it up. Oh, my God. There's two episodes left can't believe it. Oh my god, I can't believe there's only eight episodes. This is literally a masterpiece. Why is it only eight episodes? I mean, I think some stories... Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, some stories you don't need long ones to tell. You know, like, some stories, it's fine if they're short because they're still impactful. Mm. So, I'm I'm loving the show so far. That yeah. is my synopsis here. <laughs> no, me too. Yeah, I'm be honest, I'm trying to remember what happened this episode. I only remember the ending. I did notes right before this, so I remember. Oh, good. I... I only remember the like last like minute. Yeah, the ending is very, very. <sighs> oh, of course. Oh wait, no, I remember yeah, the things exactly. too now. Okay, great. Oh yeah, the, hello. Do you remember the big shit that happened in the middle of the fucking episode? Like, holy my god. <laughs> the New Year's thing. No, the oh. beginning of the beginning ish in in part one, <laughs> a very big bomb was dropped. <laughs> oh right, wait. Hello? <laughs> Are we talking about the same thing? I feel like I feel like you should know what I'm talking about. It's such a giant <sighs> It's like the big piece of like information we got from this episode. Was it the X? Was like, holy shit. Yes. What big piece? Like, I mean a lot happened with Apple. Like, I mean we got more backstory. I was right, he died. Yeah. That's the big piece of information. That was right, he died. Yeah, he died. <laughs> Bruh, I, I told you. was sitting there watching, like, I was, like, watching it on the big TV, because I was like, fuck it, I watch it on the big TV now. But, like, I was, like, sitting there, I was like, oh, like, the second that I got up off my chair, my mom was like, you need to stop freaking the fuck out, you're scaring the cat. But I'm like, this is big piece of information. This is nuts. Oh, my God. Like, I, wow. I was like, fuck, Billy was writing. Yeah, but, like, it was, it was more so that we were like, what have we done? <laughs> I mean... Hey, well, <laughs> it made sense. Like, I feel like, I mean, I, I was also wrong that he did actually cheat in a way, which we, I mean, I feel like we'll discuss that more when we get to that scene, because it's kind of like... Yeah, I lo I'd love to discuss that. It's very yeah. interesting. Because I feel like there are different ways of looking at it, I think, mm. which we'll get there. I have my way of seeing it anyway. But, um, yes, a lot of big stuff happened in this episode that I clearly forgot about, which is bad. But, yes, you did. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll start with the beginning, which is when waking up in Jim's room, he's still on the floor. Sleepover! Yeah. When wakes up, and Jim's looking over at him as he sleeps. And he's like, oh, do you always stare at people who sleep over? And he says, no, but that's only because no one really sleeps over. Yeah, like, this is, this is new territory. And there's... I just I'm very uh, I, I'm very excited for them to like. Oh, I know. I'm move really forward. Glad. Yeah, I'm glad they're like moving forward with this. Like, especially after last episode where like Jim kind of said like, "Hey, I don't want to be involved with you anymore. Like, I don't want to yeah. be done." And then like when Jim or when when came to him in the time of like need, he like let him in and he like took him in. And... Yeah. yeah, I'm very excited to see more of that because like. You can tell, like, very little by little by little by little. He's letting him into his life a tiny bit more. Just I mean, now he's literally living with him, so yeah. That's he is, so he's fully let him into his life because he's literally there, but 
like even emotionally too like him letting him sleep over and stuff like that shows like emotionally he's opening another door you know yeah so then the chapter is chapter six titled the walk to forget and forgive walk to forget and forgive very interesting title which obviously now has to do with the axe i feel like yeah i think it is um yeah also, I feel like it has to do with a lot of other things because, like, we got some revolution, re- revolution, resolution, at least a little bit with um, Hart's mom as well and Li Ming had a talk and stuff like that. So they're starting to, like, discuss. They had a little discussion and uh, she's, you know, we'll find more about that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And um, honestly, there's, like, a lot of, like, discussions in this episode where, like, that could maybe be a little bit applied to. So it's, yeah, the titles are good. Titles make sense. Yeah. I like when titles make sense. So then when makes Jim an omelet. And it's kind of, they kind of have a good time. But then Lee Ming comes in. And one's like, hey, you want to sit with us? And he's like, no, I'm good. And then kind of just like leaves. Still not really talking to Jim, I see. Yeah, they yeah, they still have that yeah. communication issue thing. It's a bit awkward still. Especially since they kind of had a little bit of an argument in the last episode. I mean, they did have an argument. And they had a full argument. Yeah, yeah. And so now they're just like, mm, no, I'm not gonna. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's a cat food product scene with Jimbo. Yes. Yeah. We got the, we got the cat food. <laughs> yeah, cat food. Eat it. Except don't. Except, they Except don't. Last time. <laughs> Which is weird. Um, yeah. And so then this is when we have Li Ming, um, going over to Hart's mom and, like, helping her with the flowers and everything. And we do have the conversation you were talking about where Li Ming apologizes to her for, like, taking Hart out without telling her. Also, like, when he first comes up as well, she's like, oh, you didn't need to come by here anymore, by the way. Your debt's paid off. You could tell your yeah. uncle. At first, when she said that, I was like, you Bitch, you're trying to stop him. <laughs> I got real protected. I, I thought that too, but I think it was also just like, yeah, like she's like, I don't feel right, like eliciting work from you now, because like there was a big issue that arose. So yeah, and Lee Min kind of explains like, yeah, well, Hart told me that like he's stressed when he stays home. Yeah, and all that. It's good that he's like. I I mean, she should obviously like find a way to be able to communicate more with her son where he can tell her these things but it's nice that she is getting some of this info at least from someone because mm. now she knows that her son is very communicative he likes to watch western movies he likes a lot like and yeah. she's like i didn't know any of this about him and it's because she doesn't she didn't want she didn't take the time to learn sign language so it's nice that she's at least getting this information from somewhere so that she can maybe like think about taking up sign language or at least start getting to know her son again as who he is now yeah, and I, I do like that. Um, yeah, he even goes in to talk about, like, church for deaf people and, like, yeah, how there's a bunch of other people who use sign language there and hard likes to communicate with them. And then she does say, like, hey, if you plan to go out with him again, let me know. And I'll have, I think, his father mm. take you to. And, like, that way I don't want to have to be worried about you. That's, I think that's a very good step in the right direction. Like, it's a very small step, but it is a good step in the right I direction. I do, too. I think... I, I think it makes sense for her to be so worried and protective over her son. I think she goes yeah. extreme with it. But I also understand it. And I think this is kind of like a good compromise for now where she can have him go out with Li Ming, but also yeah. she just knows where he is. If something happens, she can be there. 
Exactly. Letting him leave the house is the first move, but as yeah. long as, you know, she can do it in a way where she won't worry. Great yeah, stuff. I will say a lot of the problem in the show, I've realized, is communication and people aren't communicating with people. Like, that's the lesson here. Communicate. I say that to fucking everyone. Just communicate. I, know, I feel like that's such a big problem with like every single like fight or issue we've had is because they are not communicating. And I'm literally thinking about yeah. this now. Like every single person where there's issues with between them. Usually, that's my least favorite trope. Yeah. Miscommunication. Like usually it's my least favorite thing in the world. Like if there's like a fan fiction that pops up or a show has a lot of miscommunication in it, usually that's my least favorite and I get really annoyed really quickly. But this show is managing to portray it in a way where it's not annoying and it like actually kind of like makes you realize, oh, this is what it means to have a healthy communication and this is what it means to not. So obsessed so far. I think it's doing very well. Yeah. Is there a difference between miscommunication and no communication? I feel like this show is more like there's just like no communication. Yeah, there's like no communication. Actually, that's a very good point. Miscommunication, I feel like, is when someone says something and someone else interprets it differently, and that causes yeah. an issue. I feel like that's more miscommunication. You're right. That where is this quite one's just different. like no communication. People just don't talk to each other about how they feel and stuff. And yeah. That's... And you gotta. Part <laughs> yeah, of a lot of conflict, which is why talk it's like talk to people about your emotions, everybody. Yeah. So then Hart sees a note slide under his door. I knew immediately. I was oh, like, I did too. Bitch. I was like, I knew what this was. Like, you little bitch. Yeah, and it says, are you being a troublesome kid, jackass? Jackass. And he's like, I know that's not my mom. He looked, he, he literally looked so happy when he saw that note. He was like, oh, he's back, Lee. I was like, ah. yeah. I just really love them. <laughs> and then Lee Ming signs something and then ends up pushing him past him so he jumps into his bed. It was either, I feel like it was either like, um, I, this, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I like to try and interpret to try and figure out what they're saying with the sign language. I feel like it was like, do you want to go to my house? Like, yay or n- no. Like, so I feel like something like that. Well, that's what I thought too. But then he immediately just jumps into his bed. True. But like, maybe they're not going right now. Maybe he said, do you want to go later? Maybe. And then he said, can I come in? Or something like that after that. So maybe, as a yeah. guess, I don't know. I would learn, but like the ASL or SL is different in every language. Yeah. So it's hard to learn when it's different in every language because like it makes me want to communicate with literally everyone, but literally every culture has a different version of sign language. Yeah, so it depends that I know. Your, like what sign language they learned. Yeah. So I don't know. I will work on ASL though and we'll uh, go from there. That would be kind of cool. So at the... Sh- a chicken shop. Lang is talking with Wen and kind of asks, like, hey, what's going on between him and Jim? Yeah, like, are you guys together? And he says, not yet. <laughs> he says, not yet, but yeah, I'm sleeping at his house. Not yet. <laughs> We're getting there. I'm still not giving up. <laughs> yeah. And then they sit by a dock or bridge or wherever. And Jim asks Wen why he moved to Bangkok or why he left Bangkok to come to Pattaya. And one kind of says, like, Bangkok's overcrowded. There's too much people there. And there was a job vacancy here, so he took it. And this is when um, Jim starts talking about his sister, mm-hmm. Jam, which is Lee Ming's mom. Yes, it is. Yes. We get to learn a little more. Every, every now and again, we learn a tiny bit more about Lee Ming's mom and his sister. Yeah. And he says, like, he hears from her every once in a while. Mm, not often, though, which is very interesting because, like, her son lives with you. So, 
why don't we hear from her more often? I'm wondering if it has, like, if maybe she's, like, not, uh, I, 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 this is, like, a, this is gonna sound weird, but, like, a, a suitable parent? Yeah, yeah, maybe, like, she doesn't really do, like, parent things, and so she, because she wasn't much of a parent, she handed her kid off to Jim or something like that, or Jim took him off her hands, or it's, maybe, like, like, you know, like, how you see in some shows where parents, like, Always out, always gambling, always doing something. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe like, she's like a gambler or an alcoholic or like drug. Like maybe she had like some sort of like something like that where like yeah, maybe. Although just, he still talks to her like every once in a while to the point where it's like, hey, what's up? Like they'll text each other that. So like, it's it doesn't feel like a extremely strained relationship aside from the you can never be in love thing. Yeah, maybe it's like he knows that she's trying, or maybe hopefully trying to get help and like trying to get better. We don't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. I, we're, we're, this is all speculation. We don't know shit all about speculation. her. Except her name is Jan, which is just learned this episode. Hmm. And then Wen says like he's able to live anywhere, but he wants to have a permanent home because it can be lonely. And rests yeah. his head on his shoulders. The tension in this part. Oh my god. Oh my god. The tension! I was dying! Yeah. Um, and then when tell the story about how his pa once told him that love is like a home and if it's not the right home, like you need to find the right one, but yeah. if you find the right one, you can essentially live like anywhere that like, you won't want to move. True. Because that home. Yeah. Cause if home is a person, it's like, it's like in a, in a ridiculous comparison, but it's like in, um, Thor Ragnarok. When they say um, uh, Asgard isn't a place, it's a people. Mm. Like, as long as you have the people with you, as long as you have the person with you that embodies this, this like, feeling, then you can literally live anywhere because it'll always feel like home when you're next to this person. Yeah. I agree. And then, yeah, again, the tension right before they kiss, or they you think they're going to kiss. Tension! Absolutely mental! <sighs> I was dying! Ugh. I don't know when even asked, like, why is your wall so high? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's like, what? what is it? Like, he he actually asks him straight up this time. He's like, why? Yeah. And I'm like, good, we're starting to communicate. Let's go. And Jim says the classic, it's not you, it's me. I know, I wrote that down. I was like, it's not you, it's me. But it really is me. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's more of his ex, really, I think. It's yeah. Because really then is. we get flashback. Yes, we do. The real story. What's his name? Beam? Boom? Beam. Beam? Okay. Um, so there, I guess he's about to board a boat because he's leaving. And he says he'll be back on Sunday. And Jim kind of called him out. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, who oh, the fuck why? is this? Like, why do you take a ring off? Yeah. You know, the friend, quote unquote. <sighs> and he says, like, oh, am I just an idiot to be in love with you? Because you're like, I'm believing everything you say, even though you're clearly lying to me. Damn. And he kind of says, like, we're over. And then Beam still tries to talk to him, make it work. And then the boat guy's like, hey, we're leaving soon. Hurry up. And, like, it's just, like, five million things happen at once. And he's trying to, like, fix everything. But then he says, like, hey, I'll call you when I land or whatever. Or get back. So he gets on the boat. He leaves. I still did not see this coming. Even with the, like, I noticed it after the fact when I rewatched it for notes. But, like, the way that the boat is, like, pulling away and they're, like, looking back at each other, I was like, bitch, if I had, like, way more of a clear mind, I could have been like, oh, that, that's that's not looking good. Like, it looks like yeah. he's never coming back. 
No, and and he doesn't. Nope. There was an accident on the boat. It went. Yep. And then Jim gets a call. Also, did anyone pin the Titanic-esque music that's playing? (laughs) I've never seen Titanic. I feel like we've had the conversation. See, now we're going to have a problem. <laughs> we've had this conversation before. I mentioned Titanic? it Titanic? You haven't seen I know what happens. So? It's still so good to watch. Like, it's... It's, it's, well, it's so sad, but, like, it's so good. I know like, what happens. Like, it's like... It's, it's uh, like, part, part... It feels, like, a little overrated, but that's maybe because I've seen it too many times, but it's so good. There's a reason it was, like, it's one of the... Titanic is like one of the top like five grossing movies of all time. I think was the whole thing. It was like Titanic was like really up there, or I don't know if it is anymore, but it was really up there. It was by like Avatar and shit. No, I believe it's a good movie, but like I it's just it's so good. I'm kind of annoyed. You haven't seen. I don't care enough about it to see it. Like I know, I, I know how it ends. Like who cares? Yeah, you know the ship sinks and shit like that. You know one of them dies, but the story leading up to it is just. I know they have sex in the car. They have sex and that's also a thing that happens. But like <laughs> That's all I know. They so have sex in the like, car. Mm. He, he he dies because she didn't move over on the door and the boat sinks and she's like eighty-four years old or something in the future. <laughs> it's been eighty-four years. Oh, so I guess she's older than eighty-four then. She's like ninety. Yeah, she is older than eighty-four. Um but like, it's oof. It's uh, well, she was how old in the movie? I feel her character is like seventeen. 18 or something like that and then this movie was made in the 90s 97 i think so if we do the math she is about yeah i would say 90 or so so just do 84 plus 18 it's been 84 years and then she was 18 i feel like she was like like 17 i should not have been saying what i don't know like 18 she's probably over 100 when she's an old woman she's not i don't think she's over 100 she must be Oh, wait, you know what? I think they say it. I think when she's getting out of the helicopter, like, when, like, she first lands on the, the boat where they're all talking okay, about this shit. I'm, I'm bringing my calculator up for this. Okay. So, 84 years, right? How old do you think she was? 17 or 18? 17? She'd be 101. Yeah, but she's fucking not, though. Um. Well, that's, then someone fucked up on the math parts of that, and that's the one of the gro- top grossing movies in the world got wrong. How old was Rose in Titanic? She was 17. Okay. So yeah, she's 101 in the old woman form. How old was old Rose? (laughs) It's going to say 101. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I told you! (laughs) I haven't even seen the movie and I know this. Damn. Yeah, okay, she was 101. Um. Oh wow, the actress that played her died at a hundred. Wow. Oh, she managed to die at one hundred and one. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I fucking love Titanic. Um, but yeah, the the music is very like you can tell it's Titanic. You know, like like if you heard like. If you saw Titanic and then, like, heard, like, a song elsewhere that was from Titanic, you'd be like, that's from Titanic. Like, it's very recognizable. Yeah. So, like, it's very unique, very recognizable. And so I was watching this scene and that music, I was like, the fuck? Are you playing Titanic music after someone died on a boat? (laughs) I mean, it's fitting. (laughs) It's very fitting, but it also feels a little fucked up. (laughs) I mean, 
they were like, you know what? We we have music already. We got it. (laughs) We're set. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. No, it's pretty funny. (laughs) No, but this part was sad where Jim gets the call and he needs to go down to identify the body. Yeah. That was sad. But the flashbacks that start playing after he, like, sees that he's dead and everything like that made me want to fucking cry. Like, like, I know they weren't, like, we didn't see much of them together because we just, because, like, they weren't together anymore. But the little flashbacks of him, like, smiling and them being happy. I was like, fuck, I feel like I've lost a relationship. (laughs) And I didn't really have it in the first place. Yeah, it it was sad to see because, like, I mean, here's the thing. We knew they ended badly regardless. So, like, I think that. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, th- and that's that's why he can't move on. He never got a full answer as to what happened. And he can yeah. never get an answer from him directly because he's dead. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. And also, Jim, we kind of see him blame himself for the death. Yeah. He's still like, oh, if I had put up a bigger fight. If I tried harder day, to make him not get on the boat. Been here, like, I could have stopped him. And now he's constantly wondering, like, who, what that woman, like. Was I the bad one? Was I the little dirty little secret? Like, mm. he doesn't really know. It's gotta suck to to feel like you're never gonna get an answer for something. Yeah. You just be living with this your whole life. Yeah. And he said, like, the older we are, the harder our scars get to heal. Which... Good point. Makes me wonder, when did that happen? I can tell you. Well, I was going to say there's like a memorial thing. Well, like there is a memorial. And this time when I was taking notes, I actually paid attention. What, it, 2013? Um, he died in 2018 at the age of oh, 34. Wow. So five years from uh, five years before our current time. Okay. So, and we know he's almost 40. So we'd say he'd be like mid thirties when it happened. Okay. He's 34. Just, no, I mean, Jim. How old was Jim? Oh, Jim. I don't, I don't know. He was probably no mid thirties too. I mean. Yeah. Cause I, he, he says, he always says like he's almost 40. He never says he is 40. True. Although it was his birthday last week, right? Was it? Was it his 40th birthday? Was it his birthday? What happened in the last episode? Um, I remember the cake and when calls Lee Ming and Lee Ming. There was like, a cake. Yes, oh my God. I forgot that, about the cake. That was his birthday. God, I, I what? Yeah. It was I mean, not been last week, but it was a few weeks ago. No, fully. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. I think it was like a couple weeks ago. I don't think it was the last one. Well, rega- well I, I'm just trying to wonder, did that make him 40 or are they still like close? Almost 40. Because like, cause, like how, I, regardless, he was probably mid 30s when uh, yeah. Beam died. And yeah. And five years later, he's still trying to reel from that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And then. At the bank. We get Alan and Jim having yeah, their we little do. loan meeting. And I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, because I also have thoughts. Do you? I'm okay, s- I do have thoughts. I have okay. thoughts. So essentially what happens is Alan says, like, hey, you're going to need to get a loan somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. he realized he can't separate personal and work or and business matters. Despite, like, no matter how hard he tried. Because we know I think he was trying to earlier. He was trying yeah. to, get the, like, do that. But... He couldn't, and then he gives him a card for, like, another company where he's like, hey, they, they'll be able to help you. They'll be able to yeah. prove the loan. Essentially saying that he can get this done, he just needs to do it somewhere else. Yeah. Weirdly but enough... But Jim didn't even take the card, so... Yeah, that's true. He didn't take the card. But weirdly enough, I I think this is the best thing he could have done for him. I agree. Yeah, I, because 
there's even if he feels like he could have kept them separate he's like no no no, i can keep it separate even if he was like 100 percent confident he could do that there's no guarantee you could have kept them separate when your feelings are involved there's like not a full guarantee you can do that so like who's who's to say if like a couple weeks from now when it's about to get approved or something or like a couple days from now when it's about to get approved he sees them together and gets really pissed and just doesn't separate it and fucks it up for him like you can't fully count on that not happening so he's like you know what I cannot help you because I don't want to be the bad person that fucks this up for you. Mm-hmm. So here's a card to someone who will take it there because, you know, there's never a guarantee that he'd be able to do that. So I think it's a great thing that he did. Some some worlds. I, I agree. Yeah. Cause it, it, it shows like, again, when we saw him try to do it, he tried to make this work and he tried to be professional about this, mm-hmm. but he knows that his feelings were going to keep getting in the way. Yeah. And he, and he and he could have let him his feelings get in the way and let him screw over Jim, but he chose not to. He's like, hey, which is good. Hey, yeah, like he says, hey, we have history, we know this. Like here, I can't do this for you. Go somewhere else and do it. And he, and he does like offer another company. Like he says, like, hey, this business, yeah, or whatever, just say, find will a different be able place. to help you. He yeah. gave him a specific place and was like, take it here. They'll get it done for you. Like, yeah, and he says like it w- it will get it done if you do it, but he just chose not to do it. Which, damn. Also, there's another reason why he chose not to do it, I think, so which we'll find out and talk about later. Yes. If you remembered. But I don't think you do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't see Alan until the end of the episode. No, no, it's not about Alan. <laughs> oh, Jim? Yeah. Well, um, why he d- oh, well, why, why Jim doesn't go to the other place? Y- well, yeah, with, with... No, oh yeah, no, we know why. Yeah, we know why. Okay, yeah, no, I, I remember that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... But then we get Guy Pen Jim. Uh, and speaking of that part, all right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's let, let, let's let's get through the awkwardness first. Cause... Yeah. So they're talking, and Guy Pen starts talking about his dead dad. He does. Moo, yeah. I think is what he calls him. Moo. Dead dad. That's yeah. Him. And he's like, I miss him. But I always feel like he's still with me and everything. And then starts talking about how, like, oh, when my mom was younger, she used to chase after him, but he wasn't interested until one day he caved. They went out. And, yeah, and he kind of asked Jim, like, oh, what do you think about that? Do you think if someone tries hard enough that they that they will get someone to cave? And I, I love Jim's answer for this. He says, like, it depends. Like That's what I said when I was first watching. I was like, well, it's going to depend on the situation. Yeah, like, if you're not the right one, you're not the right one. Like, that. Exactly. That's it. And then Gaipa says, is it possible for me to be the right one for you? Hey, he shot his shot. I could never. Look, <laughs> I admire him so much for doing this, for having exactly. the balls to do this. But the uncomfortableness of this scene oh. after he did that, because everyone knew, like, Jim was not interested. Because he kept calling him kid, I think, throughout this whole thing. Like, exactly. Like, yeah, he said, nice kid. kid. You're a nice kid at some point. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not and then, kid. like, and Guy was so hopeful, and and even when Jim sighs, he's like, oh, like afterward, and Guy still like is very hopeful. He's like, ah, yeah, maybe. Like, he has such like hope in his eyes, and like, Hal Tong's acting in this scene is awesome. Like, it's oh, it so, so phenomenal. Good. He was like, you could just see, like, he, he was like so happy, and then the light just kind of like drained from his eyes just a little bit as he like grabbed his drink, and he was like, oh my god, like this is the most embarrassing, worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh god, like you could see it all of really it going. Bad through his face and i'm like oh you're fucking killing me ow it was so uncomfortable like it was like 
It was also so prolonged, too. Like, this was such a long, drawn-out scene. Yeah. Or, I mean, at least it felt it's long. It's to really make it. you, like, feel his pain. You could feel his pain throughout the entire scene. Like, the that awful pain of rejection. You could feel it. <laughs> They're like, no, we want you to know. Like, that this is... <laughs> Ow. <laughs> yeah, and he tries to, like, move past it. He's like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, come on, let's eat now. Let's just eat, and, you know. Yeah. And then he does the double whammy of also giving him back the deed as well. Yeah. I do like how Gaipa says, like, hey, no, like, um, I, I genuinely want this to, like, we would have this, even if I like you, like, it's not because of that. like, I Which want, is great, want but, yeah. like, also, I think he did the right thing giving it back, because I don't yeah. feel like, because if, if someone gives you something that, like, likes you, and is like, no, no, use it, it has nothing to do with me liking it's like, I still don't want to use it, because, like, then I feel like I'm taking advantage of you. Yeah, and, you're and taking you're advantage, or, like, you me. owe the person or something, and just, like, yeah. Yeah. And he does say, like, hey, no, I have a backup plan. I'll talk to my sister and get a loan from her because we're mm. siblings. It might be easier to get that approved. And, and then they continue to awkwardly eat dinner. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, the fact that they still eat dinner. Ouch. That's got to be a tough dinner. God, that would have been so awkward. And then when Jim returns to the chicken restaurant, Lang, who I believe just got off the phone with Gaipa, is like, hey... Why do you return the deed to him? And this one, Jim says, like, yeah, I'm going to talk to my sister. Like, I I have a backup plan. Like, I'm not just going to, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like that, plan. like. I do like that he did have a backup plan. Like, I yes. think. Yes. Need one. <laughs> yeah. Like, because do you think he would have returned the deed? Or, or he should have returned the deed if he did not have a backup plan with his sister? I think he did the right thing returning the deed. Um, However. You should always have a backup plan. I think, like, if you don't have a backup plan, but you know you need to return it, then just sit down for, like, at least a couple minutes to come up with a rough one. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, just something yeah. to make it seem like, okay, man, I, I, I could maybe still make this work. Yeah. Yeah, so he calls her and says, hey, I need money. Yeah. So apparently she may have money. Yeah, she might have money. But I mean, so I guess you're not a gambler. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll... Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll get some insight into this relationship in the Maybe. future. There's only two episodes left, but I know I'm like I, I kind of want. I I feel like we gotta meet the mom or sister at some point, right? We gotta. I feel like that has to be a thing. Um, Should be, because we still don't know where the fuck she is. We don't know. So I think we will take a break here, and when we come back. It's New Year's time, and everyone's celebrating for New Year's. It's New Year. It's all good stuff. Sarah. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> oh, gosh. So, we will be right back. And we are back with a recap of Moonlight Chicken, episode six. Woo! So, Jim is setting up for New Year's. He's decorating the house. Gwen helps him. And also tries to make a move. Deck in the halls. Yeah, decking the halls. Yeah, he knows. He also makes a move on him. He is. Grabs his waist. Smooth. <laughs> he's trying. Like, he's not giving up. He is not giving up. And this is, like, the kind of, like, persistence where I'm, like, not annoyed by it. Like, you can tell it's welcomed by both parties, but he's just, like, so reluctant to give in because of what he's experienced in the past. Yeah. And, yeah, so then afterwards, they sit on the couch and went and ask if he can lay on his lap. So he lays on his lap. 
dude this okay did you notice the, the like yes like the, the subtle pullback of his hand when he's like no i can't but I then can't, he does I can't do that. but then slowly slowly he gives it and he's like okay you know what no it's okay we can do this it's 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 like exposure therapy just get used to being in a relationship again yeah um oh, i love it i love that you noticed just that tiny little like, action of him yeah putting his hand there and being like okay i can do this like you can see that he's mentally like you know getting okay with it again yeah so then Wen wakes up and he's like hey jim where are you going and he's like i gotta go out and Wen's like okay i'll come with you give me a minute and wait for me they go <laughs> it seems like they make merit and stuff and then dude the motorbike you know what this gave me flashbacks to tale what? of the Thousand stars because <gasps> they would ride the bike all the time I like about that Wait, I thought they rode the like jeep thing. Didn't they have a jeep? They have. They did have a jeep. However, when um the chief would go like down into the city or something, he's like, "You want to come?" And like, he's like, "Oh, I need to go with it too." He's like, "Oh, you you can come with me." And then he had a bike that he would use. And there was like one very specific scene where they were like riding the bike to the like main city and everything like that. And it was very like I was every time I watch it, I'm just like, "Oh, it's the bike," you know, like. <laughs> It's like I think it's in my like photo book for the show as well, or like one of the posters. Um, but yeah, I know I was watching this and I was like, "Whoa!" I'm getting like major flashback feels to <laughs> Tale of a Thousand Stars, which not it. unwelcome. I love Tale of a Thousand Stars. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, so then they go to the I guess memorial for Beam, and he put and he like kind of cleans up, put little flowers draped around. When, like, oh, wow, he was, like, young to be, like, in Caesar's age and everything. He's like, wow. He was young. Mm. And then Jim says, death comes easier to some people sometimes. Yeah, he said death comes to, he's, death comes too easy sometimes. Yeah. And when replies with living, living in fact, is more, more difficult. difficult. I love that line. That whole, that, that, that one line right there is just, like, damn. It's. It reminds me, I know you haven't seen it, it reminds me of a scene from The Walking Dead, mm. where, like, I, I won't give you real context, it's not really important. It's just, like, someone's, like, yelling at someone, and she, and she's like, oh, like, dying's not something to be scared of. You die, you're dead. That's it. You just stop living. Living yeah. and surviving is the hard part, or something like that. It's so hard, and yeah. it's, like, so good, too, because it's, like... <sighs> Damn. Yeah. No. Yeah. When he said that line, I was like, I was like so focused. I was like, wow, that's so true. Like, what a good line. It's so good. And then when it's kind of like again, knows kind of Jim needs closure, so he asks like, hey, do you have you ever met the woman? Mm. And he's like, how would I meet her? And he's like, do you still have his Facebook? And like, find her. Find her through search. Yeah. You know, Google it. You can kind of tell. You can tell that when isn't helping him get answers so that he could like eventually be with him. But because he can tell it's, like, actually hurting yes. him. Like, there's, like, a very slight difference. But you can tell he's not just be like, oh, no, I hope you find him. And, like, we can, you know, be a couple or you can get closure or whatever. Mm. But, yeah, he can he can tell it's, like, actually, like, hurting him. And he cares about him. Yeah. So he's going to help him get closure because of that. And I love that no, I agree. distinct difference. Yeah, you can really see that in one's character, I think. Mm-hmm. So they do. She runs a shop or restaurant thing at the beach or she's just at the place or whatever and jim decides to go in on his own went offers to go in with him but he's like no i'll do it by myself yeah he needs to do this alone yeah 
And so he sits down with her. This whole conversation that they have. Oh, I know. Very deep. It's very so interesting. I've no I noticed that it was like Sindom's like I'm trying to get the like feel of this conversation. It was a very human conversation. Like there was no yelling. There was no oh he cheated on you with me. There was no like oh I'm so upset. Like there it was just one very stable emotional conversation of like wow, like this is something that happened to us both and uh kind of interesting isn't it like yeah what's your feeling on that like it, it was a very human conversation where people would just talk to each other and gauge how the other was feeling yeah and i do think it being like five years since he had died probably helps a bit probably helped or like if yeah. this, like right afterwards and they were meeting each other like it probably would have been like a lot different it probably would have been different yeah but um no i agree i think this is a very mature and human conversation that they have absolutely um and he asked, like, hey, did you know about me? And she's like, yeah, I did. Yeah, so she knew about him already. She knew, yeah. And she explains how she met Beam, where their dads were friends. And they went to college together. And they met, and they kind of got together from there. And so then Jim kind of feels back. He's like, oh, well, then I came later. So he kind of felt like he was, uh, like, the, the bad part. Yeah, the side piece. Yeah, he yeah. Was the side hoe or whatever. <laughs> yeah and then she's like no that doesn't really matter i mean and the end we both end up dating him like yeah we fell in love with a selfish man is what she yeah says it later doesn't on. matter who I'm came like, first who came second it just matters that they both end up falling for him exactly we but we were both in the boat so we were both in the same boat of uh of this guy is dating both of us and mm. didn't want either of us to know kind of thing you know yeah. solidarity well although she did find out and she i think she said like she tried like forcing to break up with jim like end things mm. with him yeah that's not good but um i mean like well the, i mean you know someone you're married to or dating i i i, I will say i think you should give them an ultimatum say hey yeah this be like hey what the fuck that's something you should do you shouldn't be like okay well yes. i'm that person and date me instead that seems good yes but yeah what i would do is i would de- I've, I've seen this in tv shows before i would definitely be one to be like i'd be upset obviously but i'd be like look um I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if you're more into them or more into me or what, but I'm. You need to decide what makes you happiest, and then go forth from there. Like if I if if I didn't end up breaking up with the person, you know, like it depends on where we are in the relationship. But you have to be like you have to decide what you want to do, and then you have to make that decision because I can't make it for you, and I obviously don't want to be dating you when you're dating someone else. So you got to figure out what you're gonna do. Yeah, and then she says like if you like what would you do like if you were me like and found out that someone you were dating were dating someone else like if he knew before like you know he secretly found out like what would he do in her situation really no yeah it's it's very interesting i i like the whole like um solidarity thing they have going on like yeah we both dated this guy we're both kind of like it, it happened to both of us kind of thing and i feel like that's why whenever I see, like, things on TV and stuff where, like, the uh, one person finds out that their person is dating someone else, they go after the someone else sometimes. Yeah. Well, they'll be, they'll be like, you're sleeping with my husband or something like that. And I'm always like, why? Like, if I found out, like, like my other half was sleeping with someone else, I would, I would go to the person and just be like, just to let you know, he's cheating on you <laughs> as well. So, um... 
God, we both love a horrible person, don't we? <laughs> like, like, it's more of a solidarity thing, you know, recording. Like, they don't, the, the other the other person probably, like, in other case, in certain cases, probably also doesn't know. So why would they be at fault? So I, I think, in the, uh, while I agree with you, I think it's kind of weird to go out after the other person. I, I think in those situations, for the person who's getting cheated on, mm. or the first person I get to getting cheated on, it's easier because they probably still love the person who's cheating on them. It's easier to attack the random person you don't even know than yeah. someone who you love and possibly dedicate your life to for so long. And yeah, you can fix your cat or do whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Absolutely. Like, sometimes it's hard to be like, oh, like this person I've loved for so long is actually not great. Like, to come to terms with that and just immediately blame someone else is probably easier. And then she says that Dean told her that he needs to figure things out first. And that's when Jim kind of assumed, like, oh, so he was going to break out with me, but he died before I really could. She's like, I don't think he was. Yeah. She's like, if he was going to, he would have done it a long time ago. True. Yeah. And he and this is when they kind of, like, say, like, yeah, we they didn't really know which one he truly loved the most. And they never will. Yeah, they never will. Gotta live with that. Yeah. And I will say, I think hearing all of this stuff, and unless we get more information down the line, which I don't think we will, I think, I don't think Bean was necessarily a bad person. I think he would just fell in love with both of them. He, yeah. he was in love with two people. He was like, fuck, what do I and do? he couldn't do anything about that. Like. Yeah. I mean. He, yeah, I don't think, like, deep down he's a genuinely horrible person. No. Like, I, I think that he's a good person who, um fell into a mistake here yeah and he just didn't know which what to do yeah he fell in love with two people and handled it poorly yeah exactly again communicating it with them maybe would have helped all maybe if we communicated but but then when then jim wouldn't be together probably so hopefully that i'm glad that didn't happen true but also another thing i saw people like as we as we we'll, we'll talk about it more in the next scene which well it's not a huge one but like we do see like we've been seeing it throughout the show too jim's starting to be okay again with being in a relationship with Mm -hmm. someone after what happened uh but i've seen like i've watched some reactors and like every once in a while i'll see someone go oh it's all right he has one talk with her and now he's fine like all right like he's he talks to the lady like once and he's i guess he now he can hold his hand like it's this is all it took really i'm like yeah that's 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 exactly how healing your trauma works like the the reason he struggled so much to move on was because he never really had the answers he was looking for and living in that unknown state Mm -hmm. was stopping him from moving on and being happy because he was still stuck in the five years ago when he died um however you know he he can begin to heal now because he has at least some semblance of answers from this other person that was dating him as well. So yeah, like obviously after a talk with her, he's able to move forward a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the point. It's like he's getting those answers. Also, he sees her happy, as we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, and um, I agree with what you say. Like where like yes, like having that closure and kind of getting like mm-hmm. ending that chapter of that book with Beam and her and everything like that helps him a lot to move forward but mm. he we even see like he doesn't move forward right like it's not like he's like dating one now yeah like, it's not like he jumped right into it it's just like he can start to open up a bit more and like holding his yeah. hand and like you know playing on the beach in that next scene like yeah that's really like sweet and like 
But again, it's not that they're together. It's not that they're like making out and having sex on the beach or anything. Like they're just yeah. like it's it's another step where you can like move a bit closer. Yes, like, he's able to move that one little step forward, like maybe holding my holding yeah. your hand. Like I can at least do that, and yeah. it can help him at least move forward a little more than what he had been doing before. Mentally, he's probably got a lot more confident in being with someone else. Yeah. He just has to be at that point in in their relationship where he can be like, okay, I can do this now. Yeah. And he's not yet, which is okay. But he holding hand—that's a great big step, and and yeah. moving forward at least a little bit to having that kind of like a talk with Win. Wonderful first step. And yeah. if he sees someone else who was in the same exact situation as him because they're dating the same guy, move on, have a kid, have a husband as well. He's like, oh, so you can move on and be happy after something like this happens. Yeah, I think seeing her move on and be happy and have that whole happy life, and while like it kind of shows like the two different sides of like I guess losing someone where like yeah one person deals with the grief so much and like kind of lets them like suffocate them and like just constantly mm. think about it and can't move on from that where the other person is like yeah no totally i'm fine now like i mean not obviously she's not really like 100 fine like she she's yeah. not, it's not like she didn't care about him i don't think but like i think she was just able to move on fast and be like hey i can't let his death hold me back i need to go out exactly yeah and all that stuff so i think that him seeing that from her made it easier for him to start to move on again start to exactly. like move on with start that. to exactly like you have to forgive if, if if the person especially if the person who you were mad at died because like if you don't literally the only person who's getting hurt by this is you because mm-hmm. they're dead they're gone like yeah. you're not hurting them by not forgiving them you're not sticking to your guns you're just causing yourself more pain by not forgiving them. You can still be hurt by it and still learn to let go and move on with your life, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we mentioned she does have a kid now. Yeah. And she said that's not Beam's kid. It's not his kid. It's her new husband's or whatever. I did think for half a second that maybe it was, but it wasn't. Well, actually, someone commented saying that they think it is, it is actually Beam's kid because he died five years ago, which means... This, which means it, however long it took her to move on, get married, and have a kid, this kid must have been at max three, and she looks way older than three years old. Yeah, but usually they don't have kids looking like super young, even if they're supposed to be really young in BLs. I mean, maybe noticed before with Cutie Pie, we were like, the fuck is the age difference here? Because one of them looks like an 11 year old, the other's a newborn baby. Like, we were like freaking out about it. I mean, there was actually a pretty big age system, though. That. it wasn't that big it was like five or six or something like that yeah but that means that when kua was like a newborn the actor that was playing lian was five he was definitely not I guess so true, yeah it happens a lot in the I guess I think true, I've yeah. seen. it was probably just they can't get like two young actors really like who are too young yeah so that makes sense yeah and then that night went and jimson on the beach and they kind of talk about like hey how how was everything with the conversation so they start reminiscing, and one kind of says, like, wow, what, who knows what would have happened if I didn't get drunk and, like, pass out on the table in, in your chicken shop. And then he goes on to say, well, you probably wouldn't have, like, a multifunctional, like, employee who's, like, should get the best employee award. Best employee! <laughs> yeah, didn't he say, like, you're the best employee, and then it's yeah. Lem, and then it's Li Ming? Yeah, he says, like, Li Ming's third, Lang's second, he's first. And then he says, like, that's because that's all he has. He only has, like, the three of them. He's like, am I your family now? I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then he does get up. Again, the whole holding hands thing. 
it, he says the, he the feeling of the whole scene was the feeling of the whole scene was very cathartic like it felt like he like let off this big weight on his shoulders you could tell like his yeah demeanor changed just a little bit because like it's this whole weight that he'd been carrying this whole time is just like you can breathe now yeah um so they run around in the water play a bit and then just cute shit be cute yeah so then at the house Li Ming enters with heart my favorites yeah and <laughs> Li Ming texts heart saying like see i told you like if you just asked your mom nicely like she would let you come here heart responds with like saying yeah well you're smart you can persuade her that's why <laughs> and then he picks up jimbo he meets jimbo he does yeah and Hart, no, Li Ming texts Hart saying, yeah, Jimbo, that's his name, Jimbo. And then Hart says Jimbo. Yay, with his, with his mouth, with his mouth words. Yeah, with his actual mouth, mouth hole, yes, that's, that's how he says it. Yay. Um, and Hart, and Li Ming starts, like, freaking out. He's like, oh my god, say something again, yes. like. It's so cute. He literally, he is, the way he was so excited that he could literally barely put words together. Like, he could barely put, he was so, he was like, fuck, what do I say? Okay, I was like, he was so excited to hear his boy. I will say, I was really worried for the scene for, like, two seconds. Really? I was worried, because, like, one, Lee Ming was like, oh, say something again, say something again, and Hart was kind of like, no, I don't really want to. Like, I further thought this mm-hmm. was going to go very bad. Like, mm-hmm. and also the fact that he would, it seemed like he was making such a big deal over, like, Hart speaking, and, like, I don't. I don't think it's something Hart really wanted it to be a big deal that much. I think, like, or at least that's what I thought was going to happen. Like, it was going to mm. all backfire because the way he got excited. But, like, Hart obviously didn't care at the end. And, like, it didn't really go that way. So I'm I'm really relieved that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but there was a brief moment where I, where I was like, this could go real bad. I know. But it didn't, I, so it's good. I just got really excited. Like, I was just, like, really, I was, I was sitting there going, look at them. Like, I was, like, just really fucking happy. I'm, like... I think it's, like, the way you're shaking his head, I think it's not that, like, he was, like, oh, please don't make this a big deal. Like, I I think it was more, like, he didn't think it was a big deal because yeah. he has spoken before. And he's, like, oh, I forgot. You actually haven't heard me speak. But, like, no, nah, I, 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 I'm fine. I don't need this video. He's, like, no, please. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm, I'm glad that's the way it did cute. go instead. I'm glad it went yes. that way rather than it going bad and causing drama. Absolutely. I was sitting there having a grand old fucking time. I was just like, look at them. They're my everyday. <laughs> so then Hart and Lee Ming start getting ready for New Year's. And but then we cut to Jim and went in the car. We're also kind of talking about like everything and- The way it was cutting was like making me nervous. I was like, oh fuck, we keep going back out. Um And then I think when asked Jim if like, hey, did they they should go to the shrine tomorrow? Um, for like, I think it's a New Year's celebration type thing. New Year's oranges. Yeah, New Year's oranges. Auspicious oranges. Or yeah, what orange are those point. auspicious oranges? Auspicious means like lucky. Ooh, I need some of those. So like, I would like some auspicious oranges. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what auspicious means. That's what I've been through my life. Thank okay, you well, me, so. I've never heard that word before, so now I know. Really? No, I mean, I haven't heard it. To be auspicious is to Be-be-be-be. have luck. Have luck. Yeah, to be auspicious is to have is to like. So if they're auspicious oranges, they're oranges that are that have luck, that pass the luck on, like the something like that. Nice. Yes. Hey Bixby. <laughs> Bixby. Oh my God, girl. Hey Bixby. What does auspicious mean? Conducted to success, favorable. 
Yeah. For being a sign of a future success. Yeah. Yeah. So That's essentially, sure. yeah. Kind of lucky. lucky. Like lucky in terms of success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then when asked Jim, like, hey, we should invite Lee Ming. You should ask him to come. And then Jim's like, you should probably ask him. He won't come if I ask him. He doesn't want to hear from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then back in the house with Lee Ming and Hart, the countdown starts. Oh, and can I just say, Auld Lang Syne starts playing right here. <laughs> Auld Lang Syne, the New oh. Year's song. Oh. The New Year's song, Auld Lang Syne. I, I don't For all the acquaintance be forgot. That one. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Every single fucking New Year they play that song because it's it's like it's a New Year's tradition. Um but I've heard this now in two different BLs. This one actually has to do with fucking New Year's. But the other one was not me when uh it was in the finale when Dan and Yok got back together like in front of the painting they were hugging. All Lane Zion started playing and I was like <gasps> I don't know why it's here but I very welcome surprise. Um but anytime this song starts playing like in any like cover like it's usually a cover that they start playing but like i always like cry like i don't know what it is about all lang syne maybe it's just the fact that every time i hear it on new year's it means the beginning of something new mm-hmm. but anytime i hear it in anything i'm just like yes, i'm gonna start crying <laughs> not all lang syne why did you do that to me <laughs> yeah so um, lee ming and Hart are like celebrating to do little popper things and then we cut back to Jim and Wen, and Wen's like, hey, can I grab your phone charger real quick from the car? So he does that. Um, then back in the house with Hart and Lee Ming. Um, I'm trying to tell who it is. Is it Hart that dra- grabs Lee Ming's hand first, or the other way around? I think it, I, I, it might have. I, I don't know. I think it's Hart, because it hard? looking at it from the way they were sitting before, it would be on yeah. Hart's side that reaches for the hand. Okay. So I think Hart grabs Lee Ming's hand, and then they kiss. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Jim sees it, though, I will say. He does. He does see yes. it. Um, it's great that another gay saw it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I will say he, he, he does look a bit, like, worried or something. Like He does. I talked yes, about this in my different. reaction. I think, one, it could be the fact that him having his whole path thing with Beam and, like, the heartbreak and everything, he's worried that Lee Mang's going to go through that. Or the fact that he he might still not know that Lee Mings is now on better terms with Hart's parents. That could be a thing And as so well. he could think that if his parents find out he'll get mad and then, like, they'll call it all this drama. So I, I, I'm going to say that's the reason why. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't think of another reason why that would be, like, really an issue. Or possibly. So. Makes sense. Yeah, that's I, I do like. love about them kissing as well. But, like, the, the way that, like, even afterwards. Mainly, mainly what happens afterwards. Like, even after they're just, like, still acting all cute with each other and, like, just messing with each other. Like, like kids do, you know? Like, because they're young. I love how it was just easy for them. Because, yeah. like, this... Like, this was just the natural progression of their relationship. It shows you how secure they are in their feelings for each other. That, like, they beforehand weren't like, Oh, gosh, we're gonna kiss. Oh, God, what if he... I'm gonna kiss him. What if he rejects me? Oh, da, da, da. They weren't like that. It was just easy. It was just, they kissed each other and they were like, yeah, that was what was meant to happen. <laughs> it, it felt right, you know? Like, I, I really appreciate the way they did that. Like, it wasn't a panic-inducing moment. It was just nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, But then, Jim leaves the house and Wen is like, hey, we have to go to the hospital. And so we find out that Alan got drunk and broke his leg or something. He's wearing a boot. So he must have... Oh, shit. Yeah, he yeah. must have done something to it. Yeah. So when it's like, yeah, no, he doesn't usually drink. 
And then mm-hmm. Gong's there, and he's like, yeah, normally he doesn't. Okay, well, let's no. not be a bitch. Okay. No, I know. Did, <laughs> did you see that? I was, like, yeah. I said that in my reaction. I'm like, whoa, that came, that came off like he's blaming one for this. It's like, hey, let's not blame him for that. It's just, uh, this is what happens sometimes in relationship. No one's to blame. Oh, okay? I know. I was in fact, so I think he did, a, he did a good thing breaking up with him, I think, and not stringing him along and not keeping yeah. him on the hook. So what the fuck? No, because like, Gong was literally trying again to, like, he fixed whatever situation they had this whole time. He finally does it. Now he's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't normally drink, but now since he, you know, broke up with him, he kind of does. I'm like, bro, let's not blame him for this, please. Yeah, let's not. We're all having a bunch of different feelings. Also, did you notice that Alan is wearing both of the rings? I did. I said in my reaction, I noticed at the end when I was like, wait, are they wearing yeah, both rings? He's wearing both rings, which means he has not fully let go yet. Of course not. And then the nurse is like, hey, like, I, I can get, I can examine the procedures and, like, how to treat him, which one of you is the ter- caretaker for him. And I think Gong should have stepped up in this moment and been like, oh, I'll do it. You know, because why would he have the ex take care of him? Yeah, so I actually really don't like Gong anymore. Like, I mean, I... Yeah, Gong's kind of annoying. However, I do see... I I think either way, I think Wen would have been like, no, I'll do it. Because I, judging by who he is as a person, what happened, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they also haven't been broken up for... Or at least they have been. But, like, they haven't been apart for long enough for him to be like, no, uh, you take care of him. Like, he would have 100% been like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Like, it was very recent that he moved out. So I feel like he would have been like, no, I think they really need to help him move forward from this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but then when tells Jim, like, hey, I, I, I gotta move in with him, I'm sorry. And Jim gets it, which is great. Jim is like, no, if I were you, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, no, like, and he of course understands. he is, because he's like, you know, someone literally just got, like, injured. Like, they need actual physical assistance, like... You'd, you'd be a dick if you weren't mad about that. Like Exactly. Like, oh, fine. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm mad about it. Because, like, we were making such yeah. good progress. Also... We only two episodes left. We're still making progress. Yeah, I'm going to say two episodes left. And the fact that... The effect of Alan and Guypa getting together is very slim now at this point. Like, we thought. Because I don't see it happening at all next episode, at least. Oh, uh, you, you, oh, you made a face. So I'm assuming. Honestly, I don't think I didn't see anything about them in promo. Oh, never mind. But I was like, you never know. <laughs> um, because like there's two episodes left. If I'm assuming most, if not all, of the next episode is gonna be when taking care of Alan. That's all we're probably gonna see of Alan. And then maybe in the finale they'll meet and be like, oh hi hi, and then like next nice meeting, and then like they're they're just like a lingering handshake or something, and that would probably be like the catalyst for that. I don't know. Good luck. Good luck to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the end of Moonlight Chicken Episode 6. Woo! From the vibes. Yeah, let's go. I have... Four promo vibes. Four, okay. I know. I watched the promo and wrote things down, so I remembered them. Nice. <laughs> nice. Since I couldn't watch the next episode. Um, okay. So we have... A family ma- member makes an appearance. Oh, it has to be Jim's sister, or Lee Ming's mom, or both, or whoever she is, yeah. Quite possibly, I guess we'll have to wait to find Because, like, I feel like what other... There's no other real mystery family member that we know of, like... True. I didn't say mystery, but, like, yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm gonna... All there's something we haven't seen before. Yeah. A new family member makes an appearance, It just says a family... However, a family member makes an appearance. Oh. I mean, maybe one's dad's back, but I think it's gonna be Lee Ming's mom because mm. because jim talked about like making giving or getting money from her or whatever so i feel like you have to good deduction me to do good that deduction. yeah 
We have gay hypocrisy question mark. Oh no. From someone or like just in general? From someone. Oh no. Question mark because I don't know the full like I don't know the full thing, but judging from the promo alone, gay hypocrisy. Okay, so that's either probably Lang cuz I think he's the only straight person in the show. Oh, we're not talking about straight though. We're talking about gay hypocrisy. Which means oh, so it's not. It's... Mm. Wait, I'm confused now. Then I would put straight hypocrisy, <laughs> or like straight hypocrisy. Wait, what? Not what? Gay hypocrisy. Take what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so what confused does hypocrisy now? mean? What does hypocrisy mean? I don't know anymore. <laughs> You're confusing me hey, now. <laughs> Hey, Bixby. What does hypocrisy mean? Hypocrisy is the practice of feigning to be what one is not or to believe what one does not. The word hypocrisy entered the English language circa 1200 with the meaning of sin of pretending to virtue or goodness. Today, hypocrisy often refers to advocating behaviors that one does not practice. Advocating behaviors that one does not practice. So being what the like, fuck does that mean? do this or don't do this. I mean, I know what hypocrisy means, but like, what does it mean? Like, do gay mm-hmm. hypocrisy. What the fuck does that mean? It means someone's gay and there's hypocrisy surrounding it. How? Like, <laughs> how? This, this confuses <laughs> me. <laughs> it's just uh, gay, gay hypocrisy. How? Like, I'm so confused. Someone's gay and they're being hip. hip- What's the Does it have to do with them being gay, or is it just like just a thing? Hip- hypocritical. That's the word. Hypocritical. Uh, someone's gay, and they're being hypocritical about it. <laughs> but like, what would be hypocritical about being gay? You don't really have to think about this one. <laughs> God, this is giving me a fucking headache. Okay, what's the next one? We're just gonna <laughs> skip that. We're gonna move on. What's the next <laughs> one? The next one is awkward. Well, that could be anything. Sure, that could be anything. There's oh, I shit. theory. If it is Lee Ming's mom coming back and he meets her and like he didn't know she was coming, that would be awkward. That would be awkward. And then a lot of other things would be awkward as well. If like fucking because Alan broke his leg when he used to give him like a sponge bath or something, and that's gonna be awkward. Like that could also be awkward. There, there are a lot of awkward moments that could happen next week. That's be awkward. And the final thing I have, the thing I was spoiled on, because this. <sighs> Is the rea- the reaction thumbnail I saw for someone's reaction where I saw the thumbnail? Oh, so good! It's not the last maybe episode. spoiled. That's it's good. not the last episode. Uh, it's I saw someone's thumbnail and it was for episode seven. So this is the thing I was possibly spoiled on. I don't know. I guess we'll see if I was actually spoiled on it. But con- dots were connecting in my brain, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay. You longer than me. I will be turning this on right when we're I know. I was like, you're right after that. I have to wait till Tuesday, I think, to watch it. Hmm. But, okay. So that was our recap of Moonlight Chicken Episode 6. Mm. Next week, we will be recapping Episode 7. Yay, the, penultimate the penultimate episode. Ah! Almost oh my done. god. We're almost done. We're almost done. That last promo is going to kill me because like, like that we get in the next episode. Because I'm going to watch it and I'm going to go, fuck, I have to wait a week to watch that? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, you're going to have to wait about but yeah, we will see you all next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.